Let's begin. This is our house. Today we have the master of holistic health, of esoteric biology, of neuroscience, and all the subdisciplines that I did not list, and that is Grim Hood. Grim Hood. Uh, good morning. A, he is a uh, he's a master at what he does. I'm I'm consistently blown away by the amount of stuff that I see every day. Literally, I, I don't say this for everyone. Literally every single day, I learn something new from his feet. Even if it's really small, something to do with some microbiology thing that I don't fully understand, I still learn something new every day. So, Graham, how are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, just getting my morning started. What about you? Yeah, just, uh, you know, had a late morning. I kind of woke up and suffered through some nonfat yogurt. But uh, we're here now, and everything's okay. Everything's good. So, Graham, the reason you are here today is to explain to the good people about holistic health. And a lot of people following this might already have a good understanding of holistic health, but I bet a lot of people don't. I bet a lot of people think that, you know, when you get sick, you should go to the doctor. When you get sick, you should go get some pills. When you get sick, you know, your lifestyle and stuff, that isn't really, that, it's not really part of that. It's all very compartmentalized. So what is holistic health? And how do you approach health as a concept yourself? So now that we've established that uh, Western or um, American medicine has essentially no concept of holistic or preventative uh, medicine, um, in Eastern cultures, holistic applies to diet and all of its nuances, uh, meditation and prayer, sunlight, sleep, uh, socializing exercise, physical activity. And then um, at, at, once you have a foundation established, you can start working with the, the specific herbal medicines that are uh, proper for your biology. And you can just essentially level up your health massively. Like uh, it's, it's really, the, the potential is immense. And it's incomparable to what we're currently experiencing with the uh, current modern medicine world well and you have quite a bit of experience yourself coming back from severe trauma severe medical issues and do you want to drop a little bit of insight on kind of what those were and kind of like if what do you think would have happened if you never went down the holistic health route and just stayed like in the in the western medical system so I was diagnosed at 15 with paranoid schizophrenia. Um, I had suffered with depression, anxiety, all that for since I was very, very young. It, it, it was just never uh, appointed to any issues whatsoever. It, it was just like a normal thing. Um, so I, I was diagnosed with schizophrenia. I was medicated and it, it triggered a, a series of psychotic episodes where I was uh, hospitalized and I was put on a bunch of medications. It, it felt completely toxic. I went cold Turkey off of them. It, it was just, it was a whole disaster. It completely wrecked my health. Uh, I ended up back in the psych ward mm -hmm. and, uh, this went on for about 10 years or about eight, maybe nine years. Uh, I just, I resorted to, uh, poly substance addiction to manage my symptoms because the medications that I was prescribed were just completely ineffective. And 
I essentially became so malnourished. Uh, I, I started like a vegetarian vegan diet and that was like the trigger for my essential downfall. But uh, I, I kindled my brain to the point of epilepsy. And then during my first uh, grand mal seizure, I induced hypoxic traumatic brain injury. And Jeez. they recovered. I, I, was, I was displaying symptoms of early onset dementia. Uh, I, I was just completely non-functional. It was, it was unimaginably horrible. But through the combination of diet and holistic health and then the herbal medicines that I talk about so often on my Twitter feed, um, I made a miraculous recovery. Well, miraculous in comparison to what we currently know is possible. Uh, I really do believe that the human body is incredibly resilient and it's capable of recovering from much more than we currently know. Yeah, it seems like I mean I, I didn't I, I didn't know it went down that far. It seemed like every every step there was a new just horrible, horrible downfall for you. And it seems like just the basics of a good diet and proper supplementation and obviously some lifestyle changes probably um, yes. made a big difference, right? Yes, most definitely. Uh it for a lot of the psychiatric disorders, it has to do with the diet that you're consuming. So eliminating these inflammatory factors without very much nutrition and then um, uh, repleting these uh, depleted nutrients that have become uh, so depleted over time. Um, it, it, uh, these psychiatric and neurological symptoms, they manifest uh, from these nutritional deficiencies and they can easily be resolved um, with these, the repletion of these nutrients, uh, these nutrients can mimic the pharmacology of, uh, a lot of the medications that are prescribed, uh, without the side effects and the dependency and all that crap. It's, yeah. there, there's, there's a lot more that's possible to us. What are some, uh, you, you, you talked about, uh, inflammation right there and inflammation seems to be like a root of a very large portion of these diseases and issues that pop up with people. What are some types of intakes that people do, you know, people, people have on the regular basis that can severely uh, contribute to inflammation or inflammation, all that stuff? So I, I've, I've compiled a list of uh, inflammatory foods uh, that I've, I've noticed between my own work and then communicating with a whole range of different uh, people with different biologies. And the, the, the primary contributing factors are sucrose or sugar, uh, refined sugar specifically, uh, refined fructose, so like high fructose corn syrup, um, uh, simple carbs, so that means uh, very rapidly digested, uh, like bread. Um, there, there, there's some like very simple carbs that aren't digested properly like because rice. they're not prepared properly. Is rice in that category? Um, uh, it, it's, it, it's very complicated with the rice. Um, it depends on your physical activity and then the nutrients, uh, specifically B vitamins. So uh, there's a B vitamin called thiamine and it's essential in all carb metabolism. So if you're deficient in this, your body is not going to be able to process these carbs and it's going to create a very inflammatory trigger no matter uh no matter your macronutrient ratio that you consume um 
And then there's like alcohol, uh, most recreational drugs are highly inflammatory. This includes caffeine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of grains are not properly prepared how our ancestors used to prepare them. So they are also inflammatory. A lot of nuts, uh, legumes are also inflammatory to the gut uh, via lectin. So and from what I can tell so far, that leaves that, the, the foods you can basically eat now are meat, seafood, vegetables, and fruits. Uh, there, there's some seeds that you can uh, easily soak without uh, going through the whole process of soaking, uh, sprouting, di- uh, fermenting, and then cooking, like mm-hmm. with the, the beans and the grains that you, our ancestors used to do. Right. Now, when it com- like, what, what seed is that? Because I eat sunflower seeds a lot. And... Sunflower seeds are best soaked, but like uh, chia seeds, hemp seeds, uh, flax yeah. seeds, uh, oh. these are going to be the most optimal uh, seeds that you consume. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of people should practice soaking them for at least a 24 hour period. So they're more easily digested and you, uh, gain the nutrients from them. Now you were, you, you said you were once vegan, plant-based, all that stuff, correct? Yes. Yeah. And when you started adding meat back in your diet and we're not talking like when, when we say meat, we mean really good meat. We, we're talking like good organic, you know, right ground beef good steaks stuff like that we're not talking about deli ham we're not talking about johnsonville sausages right yeah or like uh there's uh there's nuance to the the meat qualities um uh a lot of the factory farm commercial animals they are essentially toxic with pesticides herbicides fungicides uh grain-based diets uh antibiotics it, it's it's a it's a mess with uh, these factory farms so sticking to local organic meats uh, or wild caught for seafoods is truly the way to go and your health can massively improve with the intake alone right what are the um so you, i've seen your you tweet you tweet your diet almost every day what you're eating that day can you run down what you what you're planning on eating today and how and how that like and and kind of the the, the philosophy why I started my morning with uh, some raw eggs some uh, which contain choline cholesterol uh, a whole profile of amino acids raw egg and nationalism I, everybody Grimhood approves <laughs> um, uh, they're, they're non oxidized so they're absorbed very very well uh, and then also a whole range of B vitamins in the yolks. Um, so I started off my morning with the raw eggs, uh, followed by goat kefir. The enzymes in the kefir help to digest the raw eggs and utilize the nutrients. I followed that with some butter, cultured butter, um, and then black seed oil, which is highly uh, anti-inflammatory, and then it also helps to contribute to ketosis. My, uh, yeah. my girlfriend, she left her black seed oil at my house, and I've been taking it every day, and I like it. I like it. it. It's really, it's really one of the best medicines that I've come across. It's really, really, it's it. And Middle Eastern culture is considered the cure for everything except death. So it's the benefits are innumerable. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, so uh, for the rest of my diet today, I'm probably going to be having uh, some wild caught salmon, organic steak, and then I'll have like bison with some raw egg yolks for dinner. Uh, my diet is primarily high fat, high protein. Mm-hmm. 
and very low carb. Uh, since I'm epileptic now, uh, I try to stick to ketosis. Right. Do you, um, so you, you're, you you have two males and they're very spaced apart. Is that, is that what I can understand? Yeah, it, it's at least three or four, uh, hours spaced apart. So that way that it's digested properly. Mm -hmm. Right. Do you think when it comes to like bodybuilding and like trying to, trying to gain weight as much as possible. And I know that you're, you're, you're currently in the process right now of trying to regain uh, lost weight from that period of malnutrition. And you often hear about, uh, you know, eat five or six small meals a day. What do you think about that compared to sort of the, the more space meals that you're kind of implementing? Uh, that, that has to do with the, uh, the inflammation and then uh, the digestive process. Um, uh, it can become very overloaded with that many meals uh, without the time for the digestive system to clear and digest all those foods. Um, I, I've noticed at least two or three meals a day is optimal. Uh, more so than that is not really, uh, I, 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 I'm sure people get results from it, but like, uh, long-term, uh, for brain and gut health, it's, it's not optimal to be eating that, that much every single day. What I've noticed myself is now I've been, I've been, I used to eat like five meals a day and it was awful, but <laughs> now, yeah. Now what I'm doing is like, I'm what, what I found is that the less I eat, the better I can focus on work and the, the better I feel. So I'm focusing now on just eating three meals a day and I'm spending my time just like I'm, I'm taking that cooking time as meditation. I'm just leaving my work and I'm just focusing on making that food as calorically dense, but also nutritious as possible. And then I eat it and then I have a bunch of energy because I'm not eating, like you say, I'm not eating, I'm not, I cut out sugar for this entire month, not eating as much bread, bun bunch of stuff that I've got from following you and I'm feeling way better, way better. Cut down my pasta a whole bunch. It, it really, it really makes uh, a difference in uh, more so than you'd imagine because you're, you're, you're in such an inflammatory state that any small difference without a drastic change does not really dent that level of inflammation. Mm -hmm. So removing or eliminating all these triggers that are causing this inflammation has a massive uh, potential on the health. When it comes to, so say somebody comes up to you and they're eating, you know, maybe they cut out their, their like we already talked about, they cut out the sucrose and stuff. Say they're eating meat and whatnot, and they're the, the the diet's pretty good, and they're exercising, you know. But they need like they need that extra little bit that you can get from supplementation. And as we know, our soil's really depleted from minerals, and we there's you know we don't get everything in our in our food. So what are some good supplement options that people can take? Kind of more just like general options, because obviously there's so many nuances to what people need and whatnot like that. But what are some like general options that people can take? So. Uh, so some of the general supplements that I uh, will typically recommend are uh, magnesium in multiple forms, preferably. Um, that's going to be a major one because uh, our diet uh, throughout the modern American society with the standard American diet, it's been very, very high in calcium. Mm -hmm. And then with the high sugar and everything, magnesium is rapidly depleted. So mm -hmm. we've been left in a very deficient state. So repleting this magnesium is very, very important uh, due to the numerous um, 
the mechanisms that it's involved in. And then uh, a, a good B complex and activated B complex would be optimal. Uh, thiamine, I've been tweeting a lot about this one. Um, it's used in the metabolism of fats, carbs, and proteins. It's, uh, it's essential in the utilization of every single nutrient. Like it, the, it's, it's really, really important to the entire human body. Um, and then uh, all the B vitamins work in conjunction with each other. They're, they're cofactors for each other. So the combination of, the, of all of them is most optimal. Um, vitamin D, if you get low sunlight or a very high blue light exposure, like if you work with technology, uh, vitamin D would be a good thing to supplement with, obviously with K2, so it's absorbed properly. Um, oh, I didn't know that. What is, what is with vitamin K? What's the uh... Uh, vitamin K2 or uh, vitamin D uh, high supplementation will sap the calcium from the bones and the joints uh, without magnesium and vitamin K2 and then boron and vitamin A as well. Calcium is not absorbed uh, properly. So it accumulates in soft tissue and then that creates inflammation in the body. Right. Um, with uh, proper vitamin D, vitamin K, vitamin A, and then uh, magnesium and boron the calcium is utilized into the skeleton matrix or the bone matrix. So um, it's wow. utilized how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Wow. Did not know that. <laughs> it's, it's very, very important. Like in osteoporosis, um, yeah. uh, a lot of calcification of uh, the arteries and all of that. Well, my mom has issues with her knee and she does get a fair amount of sunlight and whatnot, but she's never supplemented vitamin K before. It, um, I, I, there's a, an older woman that I uh, is a neighbor of mine. Um, I recently told her to begin implementing grass-fed beef and grass-fed butter. Mm -hmm. uh, this is higher in K2 than the majority of foods. It has to be grass-fed. Mm -hmm. um, and her health has massively, massively improved. Uh, she's having less joint pain, less bone pain. Um, she's, she's just feeling less fragile. She, yeah. she feels like she's more... Uh, more powerful yeah very very much yeah I, i'll you know i'm gonna drop that in front of my mom get get yourself some grass-fed beef grass-fed butter <laughs> now when it comes to you know when it comes to the future with this like how how do you how do you want to be pushing this um holistic health like what's your what's your end goal for sharing all this knowledge and whatnot so my 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 goal um after what I have experienced in life and after having lost my best friend to addiction, um, I've been, my, my long-term goal is trying to give people that have suffered similarly a second chance at life because I was fully convinced that I had no other options in life. Um, I, I'd, before I met my mentor and began learning all this uh, information about nutrition, biology, and herbalism, I was strongly considering suicide because I felt like I had no options. Medications were not effective. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't believe I'm the only one that has ever experienced anything like this. I believe it's a lot more common, especially with psychiatric disorders or neurological disorders just in general. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just really want to help people. Yeah. There's too much suffering in this world and people are so negatively impacted by Western medicine at this time. It's, Things need to change, and 
more so in the future, I'd like to begin implementing like personalized genetic medicine. So that means uh, analyzing your gene scan mm-hmm. and then uh, basing the nutrition and uh, herbal medicines off of your individual genetics. It, the, the, the potential for this is like, like everything else, it just, it's been crazy. Um, I've been able to analyze some people's gene scans and just totally, um, before they even go to their doctor for blood panels, uh, I've been able to identify exactly what nutrients they're deficient in, what, uh, what issues they're struggling with in terms of biochemistry. So like low GABA, low dopamine, how to resolve that with nutrients and herbal medicines. Mm. It just, it's, it doesn't even compare to what we're doing now with medicine. Wow. Wow. Well, that sounds absolutely incredible. And I wouldn't want any other man at the helm of that movement right there. And just, just, to, just to cap it off, what you said right there about um, how a lot more people probably are in your, you know, have been in shoes that you were in right now with, with epilepsy, with malnutrition and whatnot, but they don't know that there's another path and that they're just they're, they're just doomed. They're just doomed to suffer and doomed to die because they don't, they don't have, they don't have the light at the end of the tunnel. They don't, all they have is just the never ending darkness of the American medical system. And there has to be another way. And you're showing the other way. Yep. It has been an absolute honor to have you on art house. Do you have anything you'd like to say to cap off this cast? Thank you for having me and I love all you guys. Thank you for everything and supporting me every single day. There we go. Grimhood everyone. We'll talk to you guys later.